adventurers, thieves, and tomfoolers around these parts, welcome to ye old film class heroes, or rogues, film class rogues, I might say. We are three dashing, beautiful, and and brave young men. Who do we have in this round circle of knights? You got Turner, of course. You have John, and I'm a little scared. No one else is gonna do it old timey. Okay. Um. Hey, it's Cody. Oh, sorry, I should have. <laughs> and that ends my John Wick impression. John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> you should have edited up me start week. Yeah. My favorite way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice moist critical impression. Shut the fuck up! I hate mm. that guy. Ugh. <laughs> Wow. Well, welcome to Film Class Heroes, everybody, where we have strong opinions on Moist Critical. Um, today, we have a packed episode. So much. We have been slacking again on recording, but we're here, and it's going to be a mm. good time. Um, he has a lot of movie news this week, so you guys just want to kind of get right into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, okay, first thing I just want to mention, like, not really like movie news, but... Um, I did watch that Netflix show Beef, by the way, and mm. I do just want to say if anybody listening like is interested in it, um, it's good. It's not like this masterpiece that everybody's saying it is, but it is very good. Um, and if you like Steven Yen, he's amazing as always. Everybody in it is incredible. Do you guys are you do you even know what that is? John, is is it better oh, or worse than the the Sopranos? Um. Um, worse <laughs> is it, it better it, or worse it took you a Paul second though it took you a second to to think about that so maybe it's, it's... <laughs> it's not it's not amazing but it is it's good um and you know i'll probably maybe watch it again which is a good sign um but yeah i just want to throw that out there in case anybody was curious on any of our thoughts about it if you guys see it you know let me know and maybe we could mm-hmm. talk about it in depth um other than that we got hit with a barrage of movie trailers which is kind of cool i like when that happens because there's a lot of stuff to make fun of and there is some shockingly good things um first one i want to talk about (laughs) do we want to hop right into the disney stuff (laughs) sure thing okay so disney released a bunch of trailers which is expected uh we got a new indiana jones trailer did any of you watch that no. I haven't seen it yet, no. So it's like our first like legit look at the movie and it's really strange and they do confirm that it's a time travel movie <sighs> which is ridiculous. <laughs> um but it I have really no hope whatsoever for it, so I'm not really going in looking to be disappointed or wowed. So if it does either then it does that, but the trailer left me with absolutely nothing, and I'm sure the movie's going to do the same thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we have the Little Mermaid trailer. <sighs> the official. Oh, that came out. Yeah. Um, the official trailer that shows everything, and it's about as awful as you will expect. Cody, did you watch it? I didn't, and I don't care. No, that's good. That's that's <laughs> see that's the thing that people should have that opinion. Like stop giving it money. 
It's horrendous. It's terrible. It looks like a horror movie. It's genuinely scary. Uh, we also have the long-anticipated trailer for everybody's favorite Marvel hero. We have the Marvels. Captain Marvel is back, and she's ready to be Captain is that, Marvel is that a, Is that a hint of sarcasm I detect in your voice, John? No, not at all. I love Brie Larson and her role as Captain Marvel. Um. Oh, one... Praise be <laughs> Brie Larson. One thing I do want to mention, too, with the Disney stuff is we also did get a teaser for the long-awaited live-action remake to Moana. Wait, it was a trailer? A it, was a, it was just them announcing it. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, I was well, I was going to get into that. But I, you, if you told me there was a trailer and there was an actual trailer, I would cry. I would like cry. flipping out right now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we let's talk about that really quick, and then we'll get back into the Marvels. Um, yeah, The Rock is playing Maui, which is confirmed at this point. Um, wasn't that like only like it wasn't even a decade ago, right? See, that's the thing. It just shows like, I mean, these Disney remakes, they just prey on nostalgia. That's the entire point of them existing. But who's nostalgic for a movie that came out seven I, years I, ago? So this is really just showing. It's a, just a shameless cash grab from this company just to get money. I, I mean, think, this is I all think it the Rock's is. also There's no love. There's nothing I put into it anymore. I think The Rock's definitely up to something Well, yeah, I hate The Rock. <laughs> He's trying to establish his own... 100%. <laughs> He's not going to allow the chicken in the movie because he wants the limelight. Funny yeah. Shazam joke. But... Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. I, please, no. And the fact that they're trying to reconsider casting somebody else as Moana instead of the original voice actor is appalling to me. Crazy. Mm. Yeah, it's very, very stupid. We hate Disney. Es especially, hate too, now Disney. that we're in the age where all the character design is is basing it off of the voice actor like there's no interesting character design anymore you just take traits of the the celebrity voice actor and put them on the character so like what the fuck are you even talking about too you got you mm. made Moana based off this lady come on guys <laughs> I mean yeah, the sad I mean, thing is though is... we're all gonna see it and we're gonna talk no <laughs> but you're not gonna watch it no, because I don't want to. You're lying to yourself. <laughs> Until I text you and go, hey, we're going to talk about it next week. You have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only but, um, reason I would be watching it. Yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting. Probably the exact same as all the other train wrecks that they've released. But um, speaking of train wrecks, the Marvel's trailer came out and it's awful and who cares? <laughs> Is, are we going through superhero fatigue? Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy it's happening. Like, it, see, it's a it's a tough fight for me because I do love Marvel and I like the superhero genre, but mm -hmm. the fatigue has set in maybe already two years ago, and now the public is feeding into it, which is it's cool to see because we we need to again vote with our wallets we need to tell people what we want to see because that's what the studios are going to make they're not going to push original creative ideas until people start giving all their money to the original creative ideas so it's interesting to see this fad finally go away mm -hmm. the only problem is i do like this <laughs> like i like my superhero movies sometimes it depends on them and i like 
the characters and I'm interested to see where things are going to go. Just not this way. And I've been saying for years, five Marvel movies a year is way too much. Five DC movies a year is way too much. Maybe one a year, people mm-hmm. would still be there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the problem is the volume. Right, it's just... But they're not making money. I mean, John it's... Wick, its opening mm-hmm. weekend made more than Ant-Man made the entirety it's been out. <laughs> really? That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> that is but, kind of embarrassing. Yeah, and, and then That's something crazy. like the Marvels here, whose two main characters, because Brie Larson as Captain Marvel is barely in the trailer. So we're now focusing on two different characters that have been introduced through Disney streaming service, where only a small percentage of Marvel fans actually go and watch those shows. So for the rest of us that are going to go watch this movie and now have these two characters in the forefront that we know absolutely nothing about, it, it, how how's that going to work? <laughs> like, mm. okay. Yeah. Does have any opinion on it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's just you know. It's just. I sad. feel like I'm being a dead horse sometimes. No, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, more upsetting Disney news. Um, there's another Star Wars trilogy happening. <laughs> Is it going to be and directed it's... by Ryan? No, not Damn at it. all. Do you know who's directing <laughs> the first one? James Mangold. <laughs> So oh. all depends on also director of the brand new Indiana Jones. See, that's movie, the guys. thing; it's, it's all going to depend on how that comes out. Because if that's a shockingly really good movie, which we all know it's not going to be, then I might be interested in a James Mangold Star Wars movie. But I know for a fact that's just all corporate-driven nonsense. It's just he's under the finger of a company that's not going to let him do a single thing. <laughs> yeah, it's pointless, and it is focused on Ray still which is really weird and it's set 15 really? years after the newest one if it's good I hope they vindicate Ray and I hope they like give her a purpose because I do like Daisy Ridley and I like what that character was I like to her be. too that's all I'll say it's just I feel really bad for her because all everybody knows her as is Ray, and it's a mm-hmm. character that even the diehard Star Wars fans were like please end <laughs> like we we don't want this and I feel bad because she yeah, named something that she's been in other than Star Wars in the last few years, other than like Chaos Walking. Chaos like, Walking. I was yeah, about to like, say Chaos Walking. <laughs> I feel bad for her because there's talent there. She has a movie coming out this year that I would actually really like to watch, and she, she looks great. Yes, in, so. yeah. She played cool. um, Ophelia in some recent adaptation. Murder on the Orient Express, and that's not really oh, that. Yeah, recent. but still, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, definitely not shaping up to be the prettiest filmography. We have superhero fatigue. So, where do you guys stand on Star Wars fatigue? Because I think that's worse than the superhero fatigue so far. I think like I mean, there's only been three out... good Star Wars movies, and they were mm. in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> And one in the 2010s. But... Which one? Two in the 2010s. If you say Force Awakens. I'm going to throw... <laughs> oh, la- the Last Jedi. You like you The know. Last Jedi? Yes. Are you well, saying you're outnumbered it. here. I also like The Last Jedi. You're what? outnumbered. 
the last time I saw it, at least. Okay, the only way that I will ago. enjoy this new Star Wars movie is if I also see Rey as a humbled, like, kneeled over old person that's sucking green titty milk out of weird things. Let's that's go. the only way that's I'll the enjoy dream. it. That's yes. the dream. That's the dream. I've won nothing more. <laughs> yeah, it's just they're digging a deeper hole for themselves, Disney, and it's it's weird to see it happen but at the same time be like hell yeah <laughs> finally <laughs> i i think star wars as a brand and i hate to say that but as like a as a brand there's it's just so expansive and so all-encompassing of like any media hey, there's any like genre. 20 shows at this point so you can like ch- you can pick and choose whatever you like out of star wars i think like if you want to just play the, i wish they the would video just games like... you could do that if you want to just watch the cartoons you could do that if you want to you know only watch the original trilogy or only watch the prequel trilogy you can do that so i think you know you can like star wars h- however way you want yeah. i guess i just you know george lucas sold the rights to it for four billion dollars george lucas famously is, on record saying he sold star wars to a bunch of white slavers is how he put it well so what i'm saying here though which is, that's actually pretty funny but um <laughs> do you really say this? yes yes that's what he called disney <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He really isn't. The more I learn about him, the more respect I have, man. He's awesome. (laughs) You ever see that that interview where he's just walking in the background and he just looks so Yes. Oh. (laughs) Uh But, um, yeah, he sold it for $4 billion. What I wish he would have done instead, if he just made Star Wars, like, public domain, because there have been so many really cool and genuinely special Star Wars fan-made stuff that is instantly copyright struck in by Disney and is mm-hmm. barely allowed to thrive. But some of that stuff has been really, really good. So just imagine, you know, you get this collective voice of your fan base to make something really special out of your property. But then they're going to lose all the money. So that's the thing. It's just money and it sucks. <laughs> I do wish. Have you ever heard like his plans for the Star Wars stuff? No, I know like he wrote, the like, trilogy. the three movies, and then they just kind of threw it out. But One I don't his, know what his plans were. I don't know if this was, like, ever, like, a real plan, but he actually wanted to do a trilogy in the world of midichlorians. Interesting. Like, the microscopic conflicts that shape Yeah, the, there's like, just so, like, it's such an expansive universe. There's so much to explore, but I feel that we've almost explored every crevice of it at this point. And I don't feel I've experienced anything. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anything Disney makes now is it's just, it's just sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all it is. But um, we talked about superhero fatigue, which I makes me really want to talk about the Blue Beetle trailer. Did oh. you guys watch that? I think I did. Uh, I think it played before D and D. When did it come out? That's that <laughs> came out like a week ago. Um, I'm gonna meet myself really quick because I need to plug in my computer. And I don't want to make a lot of noise, so you guys talk. Um, how, what did you think about the Blue Beetle trailer? Um, I'm having trouble remembering yeah, I, it, it. I that think much. it's. I think that's valid. I think it was very uh, by the numbers. Yeah, I can't like really. Re- I wasn't paying much attention. I was <laughs> on my phone during the trailers for D&D. You didn't, you didn't miss much. I think it's just a, but, it's a very, like, you know, 
think mm. of a funny superhero trailer. That's Is it, it DC? Yeah, um, so I don't have a... I, I know about Blue Beetle. I know he's supposed to be, like, a more comedic character. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of uh, overlap with the character, but this seems very, very basic. This seems very... Um, George Lopez is in it. George Lopez calls Batman a fascist, which is great. I love yeah, that. And that was yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the reactions of people like with that line? Do people it's get so mad? Stupid. Oh my god, people are pissed. <laughs> really? But it's it's funny. So here's the thing. And this is the most interesting conversation we'll have in this podcast so far, because you guys aren't excited for it. I am. <laughs> Okay. Um, which is interesting for me to say because I know absolutely nothing about Blue Beetle whatsoever. I didn't even bother to watch the trailer when it kept coming on my recommended. But, you know, I was watching a YouTube video and it started and I was like, all right, you know, I'll just watch this thing. And I think that there's some real potential there. There are so many things in that trailer that I can see being really good and can actually, you know, kind of switch up the formula a bit and can have some real fun with it. It, it kind of reminds me of Shazam 1, certain things that I'm seeing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, very, Shazam 1. And I, yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's a lowbrow, just like fun little adventure. And I, I see it. I'm just so scared of it being the basic superhero movie that you guys have talked about. But I see those little things in there, man, and I just I I want it to be good. It, it's already interested me in a character that I have zero interest in. I'm down to watch it. I will need Andrew to. Lopez. I'll need to watch the tape, the the trailer again, the table again. The table. <laughs> I am the table, of course. <laughs> um, I liked it. I I thought it was entertaining i'm excited to see where they go with it i like the family dynamic they're going for like i can see these super fun scenes like george lopez and the family drying driving a giant fly mobile like there's silliness and fun that can be had there just don't mm-hmm. mess it up don't resort to what don't resort to the, the basics have fun with it let's see mm-hmm. i we'll see, see the potential man um, we also got a trailer for Talk to Me, the A24 new horror movie, which I would like to talk about because do you guys know who's making that? Uh, I know it's some YouTubers mm-hmm. or something, right? Yes. Do you guys remember when we were younger, the McDonald's video where like Ronald beats up the kid and like attacks the camera and everything? Mm-hmm. That That's them. They're making this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Um. And I'm very, very interested. And they put out a video the other day about their journey of making this movie and, you know, how it got premiered at Sundance and then A24 picks it up. And it was really heartwarming. Like, it, it made us... It, it's that feeling, you know, you get when you see something and you get that inspiration. You're like, I'm going to go make a movie. And that's how it felt. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's so cool to see these people that just made shorts on YouTube like that, where it's just Ronald McDonald beating up a child, mm-hmm. <laughs> to now going to Sundance and making what's supposed to be a really good film and is getting extremely positive reception and i'm excited to watch it i i don't know if you guys watched the trailer but it does look very interesting and i am i'm down hey isn't that the dream to go from from youtube to the big screen yeah right yeah exactly that's like, that's it, like the new dream it's cool to see that the industries are kind of like blurring the line in the sense that youtube and like people in the industry kind of looking it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of one 
So, you know, just put stuff out there and you, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, the Shazam director, that's how he started. He had a YouTube short and he got called the next day and said, fly to California. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you and never yet, know. Some 14 year old on TikTok will make more money than I will ever see in my life from dancing. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I did want to mention also, um, speaking of superhero stuff, uh, Spider-Verse 2 full length trailer. I am very, 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 very excited. But if they mess that up, I'm going to be very, 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 very upset. I don't think they'll mess it up. I don't think there's a single way. Did you you watch the trailer, right? Yeah. Do you like it? I do. I'm interested. I I'm worried that it's going to be too much, and I I have such a soft spot for the original Spider Verse that I oh yeah. I think expanding on it and and not letting it be as grounded might ruin it a little bit. I agree. Um, just That's in the same fear. way that like I'm not a huge fan of of the art style being everywhere now. Like I think it makes it a little less special. Yeah, you know. I agree with you. I yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how long it's going to take until that art style people kind of get sick of. And, like, and some, something Puss like Boots the, was in that style. Yeah. Do you think they're going to make the new Shrek in that style? The, I don't that hope that so. doesn't work. I really hope not. Because <laughs> there's a certain charm to how ugly Shrek is, I think. Yes. And, and I mean, the, the animation in Puss in Boots perfectly reflects the character. So to switch that over to Shrek just won't work. Yeah. But mm. it, you're, like you're saying, it's becoming the popular thing to do. So I feel the, like they're going to do that. Uh, the new Ninja Turtles, <laughs> the trailer... Uh, that whole movie is in that style yeah but see something like that too it's very similar style but it's doing enough little things that's switching it up that keep me interested i think it also like that helps one that is it, a lot yeah. more it's also based more it's different styles so you have like the 80s comic yeah. and then you have the 80s mm-hmm. tv show and a lot of their designs and i think that helps it's very scrappy which i yeah, like yeah exactly like like the clouds are just pencil scribbles like that's cool yeah. and I, I like how you can see all these details that people would consider ugly but they look really nice in that animation style so i'm okay with that one because it does enough things to separate itself but mm-hmm. i mean and i'm okay with the puss in boots one too because it, it, it that movie wouldn't be the same without it let's it's yeah, just let's you just, know just for a fact that something bad is yeah. coming soon <laughs> we're gonna get trolls <laughs> and i hope it's not spider verse 2 <laughs> oh my god yeah i saw the trailer for that when i saw mario it looks awful. i can't believe that's a thing i can't believe that fucking yeah oh did you see the uh the uh um what's his name uh who uh who's the guido guy who plays uh spike in the mario movie what's his name his trailer that italian I movie tell you. with robert de niro Huh? They played a trailer for his. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It looks like the most what movie awful. Y'all? It's some stupid generic Guido movie about this good-looking Italian it's Robert guy. Robert De Niro. His, his father's yeah. played by Robert De Niro, and he's rich and whatever. Mm. So stupid. Um. Yeah. That's trailers. I don't know. I really liked. Um... I I really liked the war with Grandpa. So war I, with Grandpa. What? I love I love stupid war movies. With grandpa, with the with I forgot that existed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind my typing, but I'm actually looking oh, that up because I oh oh it's this. If one. you told me this with movie Sebastian came out in like Mariscala. 2016, I'd believe name. you. Sebastian <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I What's this new one called? Do you guys know? About what? my father about my father. don't mind the typing about oh god oh yeah all right and the other one that people are 
seem pretty positive about is Barbie. We got a full-length Barbie teaser. Um, oh man, I forgot we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, it it, it just feels like it's been so culturally relevant for for years now. <laughs> I keep seeing all the. <laughs> you always memes. sense sarcasm in your voice. <laughs> I do. no, I'm really excited for Barbie. I do like, genuinely. Keep seeing... Yeah. Oh, I'm high for the Barbie. memes are funny. The memes coming out of it are memes, very funny, especially yeah. the like. I like the poster Bar- memes. Like, yeah, the poster. Dua Lipa's gonna be in it. I saw. <laughs> As a mermaid. Just the the weird thing to me is that it's written and directed by Greta Gerwig, but it's also written by Noah Baumbach. Very weird. I I like. Mm. I, it so gives me a sense of incredible. like hope, but like. What a weird combo to come together and make something like this. <laughs> I think the the art direction is fantastic and the set design's excellent. It's just I didn't find any of the humor funny, and I'm afraid that it's gonna be just like a super bland, like nothing movie. It's gonna make a lot of money though. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Do we like Ryan Gosling's fake abs? So hot. Yeah. I wanna lick him up and down. Oh my. I want to oh, take a she- shaver to him like he's like fucking meat on a Subway sandwich. Are <laughs> uh, we getting more trailers or can we move in to... Last one this? I just want to mention <laughs> for the for, for the memes. <clears throat> the I Want to Be Ninja movie is coming out. Do, do you guys know what that is? I know. Is it about the oh lady? Oh my god, you guys don't know the meme? It's, yes, no, Turner. is it the lady singing? Yes, she has a full-length movie coming out. No. And about the song and her fighting, you know, the villain in the song. No. So I just wanted to mention that because that's going to be incredible. <laughs> I think we should... Hey, guys, I think movies are dead and we need to stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> let's at least be able to talk about uh what, what was the movie i said i'm gonna force you guys to go see what oh yeah uh oh, extraction what was, what was it no uh, one before that the marvels i'll see the marvels i don't care the little mermaid oh god i think oh, that's what oh, we, that's god. what we were so against <sighs> All right, I mean, that about does it for movie news. Um, very busy few days yeah. and week for movie news. Um, but yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> if you're excited, let us know, because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a lot to look forward to, have we found. We did see a movie, though. We saw um, Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. And, uh, yeah. It was Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> What'd you guys yeah. think about it? I mean, I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. Okay. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I really liked it. And it was it was kind of nice to have a movie that just kind of like looked pretty good, had some fun action. It's like a fan action fantasy. Let me let me just speak for like, Cody really quick. Guys, I loved it. It was such a good little time, and you don't have to think too much, and it was just a lot of fun. You can bring the whole family, and yeah, it was really funny. All right, I can I can leave the call, I guess, then. All right, bye. Am I, am I wrong? 
What's oh. wrong with being positive and enjoying a movie? Huh? <laughs> what's wrong with enjoying some whimsy a... and some, some childlike wonder? And Bradley Cooper. And Bradley Cooper tall. is a little man lit. Let's fucking go. He had a tall wife. How does that he, work? It was great. Like, yeah, but, but how does that work? You know he's fucking how crawling up inside the... that shit. You know he's fucking oh working some God. dumb magic. You ever Come heard on, of get, spelunking? Get, real. get fucking real, idiot. <laughs> you ever heard of spelunking? Oh my God. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was okay. It, it's exactly what you expect. It's just like yeah, Marvel humor the movie for good. two hours. It's also I th I think I think there were some it was better written. I oh, think yeah. there were a couple moments where I was like, "Oh, that sounds like a Marvel. That sounds like a you know, that sounds like a Kevin Feige interjection." Mm -hmm. But I think overall the humor did hit. I think it was it was a little smarter than some Marvel stuff. Yeah, it's definitely got um, a better structure. I agree. It it had some wit. Yeah, it's just I I I really had a hard time connecting to any of the characters. And I, I'm the, I'm, uh, I liked the characters. I think it was. I think thinking about it like a D and D campaign and having all the different archetypes was fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the characters and I want to see more of this world. I just don't want to see it at the sacrifice of the story. That's my only issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty like standard story. I feel mm. like and like, it's and, also way too and long. like situation <laughs> and stuff. It is kind of two long. hours and fifteen minutes. It that's a yeah. long time it, for something like this. It does. It does play the. Um, I, can we get into spoilers? Yeah, I guess for spoilers for Dungeons they, and Dragons. Yes. Um. It, the the little the little girl like the daughter. I can't. Yeah. You know, I think they do play that count well. You think so? With like. I think so, like, the way she's not, like, you know, I like the way she, like, resists, and then, you know, there's always, no, um, father, Forge there, you know, yeah. I just, um, okay, since we're talking spoilers, at the end when Michelle Rodriguez dies, like, the whole bringing her back mm -hmm. thing, like, I get it, it's fine, I guess, because it, it makes sense mm -hmm. in lore, um, but like the little girl being all sad about it and everyone else being all sad about it and then we get the quick montage of the little girl and Michelle Rodriguez like having this great life together blah 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 <sighs> it, movies have mm -hmm. a show don't tell rule don't tell me how to feel show me how to feel please I mean you have a two hour 15 minute runtime of your movie maybe you could have developed their relationship throughout the whole movie and shown those scenes throughout the movie so I would kind of be mm. more invested when something like that happens, but I was not at all. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they set it up in the beginning, and they show a lot of those scenes in the beginning. Yeah, but they set I'm it up sure... by, oh, I'm like a mother to her. Oh, yeah, she's so exactly. sweet. She's my girl. And I'm, like, I'm sure okay. the test audience forgot about that. It seems like an editing choice and not like a, you know, it seems like they were just trying to make it all easier for stupid people. <laughs> Try to double Again, it down a little bit. I'm interested. Just don't sacrifice the story for it. I don't think that sacrifices the story. I do want to mention, though, like, I mean, the visual effects are good, but the thing that really shocked me mm -hmm. is there's a lot of practical effects in yes, this movie. Yes, yes, Which is really cool to see. And they were very good. I just, I really liked seeing that. Like, when they were going through the town and just, you saw all the different practical creatures, like the big fish guy and... Even even Jonathan the bird from the beginning. Jonathan. Like, 
Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. But like, just really well done practical <laughs> effects in a rather big budget, you know, studio film. Y'all, y'all know Pretty I cool love some creatures. I love some little beasties, some weird guys. I love yeah. those. I think the camera work was really, really well done. I think there were some really interesting movements. There were some cool it was fun. shots. A lot of great following shots. Um, I I do really like the shot of the um, when they make the little portal out of the frame and she crawls yes, through it. Yeah, that that's shot very is fun. Very nice. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, I think. And I like the whole scene oh, with the, the dragon. Whole... That's <laughs> the very fat fun dragon. Too. Fat dragon. Yeah, I have the to, big boy. I have to say the the cart with the portal, or is that what y'all were just talking about? The what? But like in the cart when they're oh yeah yeah yeah, the and then when, when and she stuff. when she goes through it and it kind of flips around, so now the yeah yes, that was well and done. Then the guy like falls mm-hmm. in and and it falls. There's fun to be had grabs, here. Like it's not without its moments. It's just okay and it really slagged for me in the middle yeah, i was quite I, bored I about halfway the, through it. the middle part is very i i think that's also just the structure of it yeah it's like mm-hmm. i don't know a, a lot of people are really loving this and i'm happy that they are it's just it it really dragged for me after a while it, it took a bit i think when i started to get back it's, into it was the joke with Chris Pine's like face going all wonky oh, I, because I, I wasn't that. expecting <laughs> that at all. Exactly. So it was kind of funny because it was so G-mod, out of left field. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Gmod eyes. Yeah, like, it was funny because it was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, it was great. That was that was an inspired choice. I, I thought that I was pretty say. funny. Like, and the other I joke that I thought it got a little chuckle out of me was the guy that was just walking straight and then he walks over the rock and it's just like yeah he's gonna keep going uh-huh. I like <laughs> that was, that was good keep going oh, is there you gotta go over yeah. the rock <laughs> yeah um, that, it... I I think the action was really well done I, I really liked uh, specifically um, that chase sequence where uh, Sophia Lillis yeah. is, is like, transforming into all the different animals I really liked that I think that was very well done uh, it's it's yeah. I think it was, I was just so happy that there were so many fun practical effects in it that when that scene happened and it's just a giant CG fest the entire time, like nothing in there is practical, it was just kind of sad and impacted the whole little yeah, scene for well me. Done. I guess. It's all right. <laughs> it, it, it sets up her powers and stuff and like I guess their extent. The only um, which is yeah, kind of yeah. nice for because not everyone the changeling I guess is it's not like an orc or like a elf yeah. I guess it's uh, uh she's what a yeah it's, it's right? a weird like that's right, interpretation a, yeah. but yeah. it's it's I mean I'm fine with it I, right. I just wish her character had more to do yeah. and she's barely in it and when she's in it she kind of contributes nothing is <laughs> a lot of characters are just put to the wayside which is sad because I can see what they're trying to do and I would like to learn more about every single one of them and I think everybody does a fine job emoting as their characters um michelle rodriguez just kind of plays michelle rodriguez but it works for this chris it does chris yeah, pine it does is work. you know charismatic enough and has those you know moments where you can feel for the guy and hugh grant in any movie that he's in just chews up the scenery so anytime he's on screen i love it <laughs> he, uh, yes he he is my favorite oh, he's part. great 
of this. I I, He's I awesome. loved him. I thought he was a little too similar to to No, Mr. no, we need more Phoenix no, Buchanan. I definitely picked I definitely picked up the Phoenix. <laughs> the best villain in cinematic Phoenix history. Buchanan. I love Phoenix Buchanan. Oh. That's my boy. Never diss him. But um yeah, I mean perfectly um, okay movie that I will probably never willingly watch again, but if it's on and somewhere, I'll watch it. I could watch it again. I think it's fun. Oh, I loved um when they were when they were in the games, there was uh the uh the cartoon D&D team from the, oh, was the there? 80s cartoon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, there, there the was, ones in the there cage. There was the guy with yeah. like the all green. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. I thought that was so funny. It it felt so I I think there was a lot of passion in this and a lot of people really liked, you know, playing D&D, having that group mentality mm. that Yeah, that, you can tell it's uh, made by people that activity have a and that hobby. For this. Like that's what you're saying. It's Absolutely. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean I think there's there's a lot of, like cool like little creative decisions like in the big like thing at the end. There's also the like slime cube part. Yeah, the gelatinous cube. Oh, the gelatinous yeah. cube is terrifying. <laughs> my party oh my got God. stuck in one of those in my first ever campaign. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, just everything was okay. It was just all right. It, I I like certain aspects of it. I just want more as a movie. Like it was it was a fine someone bringing their D and D campaign to the big screen, but it's not a good film it doesn't really it, i don't know how to explain like it doesn't it, it being a film doesn't impact anything which it kind of defeats the purpose of it being a film they could have done fun creative things i think it's i think it's just you know bringing more mainstream audiences well, yeah and, and, and it D&D works because people are loving it which is very cool the, the franchise. I, it just it was missing a lot for me that's all <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's certainly not the uh, most complex not plot <laughs> I've ever come across, right? But you know, it's it's a well made like action piece. I think the movie is you know as we talked about, like it's shot well. I this should be like bare minimum stuff, but like mm-hmm. like <laughs> comparing this to like okay. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Or, or like Ant-Man or like any of the like some of the other big like big big studio blo- action blockbusters this is yeah way, I'm happy it exists way, it's at least entertaining yeah. you know yeah great fun adventure movie what would you guys give it out of 10 so really or whatever rating you want I gave it yeah I gave it a 6 out okay. of 10 uh, I'll give it a, a four out of five. Damn! All right, I'm um, I'm going for like a solid five yeah. out of ten here. It was it was okay. I will never really watch it again. <laughs> but I'm interested to revisit the world and stick along with these characters. So if they do make another one, which it seems they're probably going to do, I'm in. I would I would really love like a sci-fi or or a western or any kind of you know different environment you could do with with a yeah there's so much that you can explore like go for it Mm -hmm. man do you guys know about the um the uh you know you guys know what fallout equestria is yes okay (laughs) do i we'll we'll get the uh the full movie of of that D &D campaign please no (laughs) no we did see another movie 
Oh, we did. Yeah. We briefly mentioned in the intro, Mistad Week, and we saw John Wick 4. And I had a very good time. <laughs> I also had a very good time. That's weird. Wow. Me too. Do you want to hear wow. one of my main reasons for having a great time? It was the theater I was in. <laughs> I loved this movie. Okay. I'm just going to come out the gate and say that. It, I'm only just come out the gate and say it's my favorite. Of the John Wick movies? I, I think it's the best one. It's yes. my favorite. It's, is, it's the best one my... for a lot of reasons. I th- I really don't like the third mm. one. I thought the third one yeah. is really, really weak. It has, I love it has good action like sequences, but it's really missing something for me. I, I, I think one is fine. Two, I think, is better than one. I really didn't like three, and this one just kind of combines the best aspects of most of them and has a three-hour just blast with it. That doesn't feel like three mm. hours. It co- goes really quick. Oh, it does. It goes like like that. Yeah, and and that's yeah, due absolutely. to great new characters, especially Donnie Yen as Kane, which is the best part of the movie. So great, so oh, charismatic, amazing, so fun, super super good. The my only real character complaint: I don't like the villain, and I get what they're going for with him. I think it's spoilers for John Wick Four. I think it's really interesting that he's a villain that sends other people to do his stuff because he's too much of a coward to do it. I like that idea, but we never see him do anything. I mean, he shoots the Butler in the beginning. Sure. I get it, but there is no other time in the film where I'm supposed to feel threatened by this guy. He just kind of sits in a room and he calls people and is like, you're not doing this correctly. Screw you. Or I'll go have to handle it myself, but he doesn't do anything. (laughs) So it, it was just missing that villain for me. And I, kind of got that with the dynamic between Kane and Wick, that which is the best part of the movie to me. And I also really like the character of Mr. Nobody. It it works very well. Mm-hmm. I do too. He I'm was so great. I, the only thing, I just, I don't think we needed the Bill Skarsgård villain. I think without it, it would have been better. God forbid a gay man do anything, John. I'm sorry. Well, I guess, <laughs> maybe for me, maybe like because for me, Kane is the villain. Yeah, that's least, what I'm he's saying. He's the antagonist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For me. And, and Bill is like, he's like a destination. Like the guy in the in the second movie, he's he's like a nothing burger to me too. I don't even he's remember only who it was guards. in the second movie. I just remember like ludicrous he, being in it or something. <laughs> he, well, you know, it's, he's just, he just like Bill, he's just some upper like crusty like rich dude who you know got john wick to do something yeah that's that's the issue yeah like i get it and i I, I just i love the world of john wick i like the underground stuff it's just give me more than that i don't know i think i think they give me plenty with kane honestly i think a lot of like the the villains quote unquote like in in two three in this one are more just supposed to represent like the upper echelon of the table and like the the, the power and yeah, the but, class but we already get that really supposed to... with a lot of yeah, better characters I, I i wasn't a huge fan of billy billy scars in this movie i get what they were trying to he do he was fine but ultimately just i think the donnie yen was was the more important uh, yeah dude. oh my god he was so good i just so, i love everything so about incredible. his character it's like so much about it and and I you know I I was sad to see the samurai guy go the really cool guy I always forget his name the one from Godzilla oh yeah um, oh and his his daughter mm-hmm. played by the the great Rina Sawayama she was great 
So yeah, great. she was really, really oh, cool. I, and her, I didn't her realize arc. it was yeah. her until yeah. after I got out of the theater. And I'm intrigued to see the you know the spinoff that they want to do with it. You guys stayed for the post credit scene, right? No. I, oh, I my did. God. Oh, wait, you, you don't know about this? Oh, no. the post credit scene is Donnie Yen, like, walking up to her with, like, roses. And then, um, like somebody like takes Donnie Yen or something and then she like hunts after them so it's hinting at you know I, f- I mean I figured it was the gonna spin-off. be her, honestly like, I, and I really hope yeah. they don't bring John Wick back like please don't do it <laughs> I hope he crawls no, out of the ground like a zombie I know that they're going to <laughs> spoiler Just, John Wick dies don't do it <laughs> I love that <laughs> final confrontation to the standoff I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And I love Winston also. He, much like Hugh Grant in the D&D movie, he chews up the scenery. Anytime he's on it, he's commanding that screen. Mm-hmm. I, I really like Winston. I, I'm a little over oh, I like it. him. I think he's great. I, I, I would rather, I think it would have been more impactful. Um, we, we haven't mentioned the, the passing of yes, the late great Lance Reddick. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets fucking off in this movie in the first well, five yeah, minutes <laughs> for plot for plot development it's so stupid i i would have rather they killed winston and given him the hotel and now it's his job to like figure out who he is outside the continental yeah. all right i mean you're right it's just you know we got what we got and it was all right it's, <laughs> it was it was just expected i didn't really expect them to do anything else with him but i liked it and and we got to talk about the action scenes too Oh, well, what was your guys' favorite part? Well, let's get into it. We're all going to say the same thing. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know. Um, oh, not my know. favorite one, but the best one is the overhead. It's yeah, fantastic. yeah. It it's the highlight of the it, film. It is the most. Uh, it's the most impactful. Yeah. It, it's it's For extremely sure. satisfying and it suits everything that's going on and it's just a genuine pleasure to watch. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it, it is one hundred percent the like best fight scene. Game. Yeah. Huh? It feels a lot like a video game. It feels like Hotline Miami. Yeah, that's the point. Or, yeah, like, it was yeah. great. Right. So good. Um, I would say my favorite fight scene is probably the beginning one with um, what's her name again? Rina Sawayama. So bad with names. Yes. Just that whole setup and payoff, that whole fight scene, I really liked. Yeah. Um, and I do love the rave fight scene. It's just I can't take it seriously with everybody dancing, man. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I. I. I mean, that whole scene was just so fun to me. I. Uh, it was a lot of fun, but yeah. John Wick is shooting people in the face directly in front of people, and they're just dancing. <laughs> it happened to the first movie too. It's always yeah, I know. It's just it takes me out of it. Like they're just still going ham, and he's just shooting people directly in front of him. Like they look and they have a reaction for two seconds, and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna dance." <laughs> they just keep going. Uh, I guess it, it's just so blatant, you know, of like a like it's it's so blatant and disregarding reality. Yes, I. It, I just, I'm fine it kind of just feels like a style but object. But yeah. just like they've they've gotten more and more ridiculous over time, which I love. Yes, I do. I enjoy that. It's just I still want to be grounded in the realism of the underground society and everything. You know, to the mm-hmm. whole the table and everything. I, I like that stuff. It's very interesting to me. I, and this I, I kind of takes away from that. I mean, I really love the scene you know when they're like almost hanging him and the he has to you know become 
that person you know every, like i don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what he had to do but it was really cool um and i like that stuff i like diving deeper into the lore of the john wick universe people dancing kind of takes me out of all of that <laughs> you so you so you got a you got a dog that bites people's balls off well, it was great got, yeah it was okay and you, and you got I, you, you guys got are gonna Donnie think i'm a psychopath but i thought to, it was really but funny the, but people dancing when someone's getting oh john they're all fucking coked up and mdma okay. off their minds they're no one knows no, it, where like, they it was, are it was still a fine scene i enjoyed it's it so it rainy. just took me out of it a little bit inside for some reason it's just all waterfalls yeah. And you guys are thinking you're gonna think I'm ridiculous, but I think I thought it was funny, just kind of out of pure shock, when they're when he's fighting all the guys in that roundabout and all the cars are coming through, and he's throwing people into cars, and then the dog bites that one guy, and he just throws it into a passing car. Like I thought it was really funny. You know, I feel terrible. That it was funny. might be my favorite action scene. Well, well, here's the thing about the realism as it's well. I love that scene, but also. You're telling me that, again, people are going to get thrown into cars, people are going to get headshot in front of numerous vehicles, and no one's going to stop, they're just all going to keep driving around? <laughs> like, like what? No one's going to try and drive the opposite direction? It's just all people just going around, traffic is just going as normal? It's just stuff like that that takes me out of it, you know? Uh, it's stuff like that that heightens it for me. Like, because John Wick isn't about realistic. If John Wick was realistic, he would be dead. You know, yeah, I, I just kind of—I get like he's it all powerful. The line so between the silliness and the realism, very, very well. But certain things like that—it it, me personally—it just—it takes me out of it for a moment. Like I, I'm loving it. I'm loving what I'm watching. But I'm like, okay, why is nobody stopping? Why are all these people dancing? That's <laughs> just just me, maybe. And I, I actually speaking of this, like the style though of this movie is I think they do a great thing and at least from what I remember of the original three and especially three it 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 like it took a turn I feel like what do you mean they're doing something different in this one well about time it just feels (laughs) well it, it feels more immediate it also gets away from that like neo like like that not neo but neon like kind of aesthetic that well, it was kind of really, to though. hit but i like that I, I think the colors in the film are really I, good and i they they t- this, say a lot about the scene it's everything everything is so vibrant the outdoor yeah, scene i like that no, desert totally in the beginning of the movie so great yeah but it, it's moved it see because the first three john wicks have been really influential in how like movies look now right especially like an action movie and I'm glad that they're still pushing past what they've already done. Like, I feel like this movie has taken, you know, it, it, and it took it in a, in a less, I don't want to say less flashy direction, but I understand what less... you're trying to say. It, it does. It looks great though. I mean, everything you can, you can diss all the John movie wick movies as much as you want. They all look beautiful. And especially mm. this one. It's beautifully shot, and I really, again, I love the uh, yeah, colors. Absolutely. Like when when John knows that Donnie Yen is coming um, to the big fight scene in the beginning, and you know you get the shot of him with the whole red building in the back, like 
really well and, and done. And he, he reverses, so it's so one side he's red, one yeah, side he's blue. It looks incredible. Yep. I love that shit. Colors in movies are awesome. Um, I, I think I think also Turner uh, one of the big things that you think might be uh, a little off about this movie I think this one in particular takes so much inspiration from like Japanese filmmaking yeah. from anime from a lot of the the Eastern uh, filmography and it, it it's so over the top mm. for that reason it's so extreme yeah uh, the the colors are like that um, I it's it very it feels very very much like an anime in a lot of places to me. Do you ever, does everybody I, dance I in the background? It's, like a, it's a good love letter to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's some cowboy bebop shit. A little you bit. Think so, but you're so right. That is listen. <laughs> that is a great. That's a great line. Oh man! But I did really enjoy myself, and I really enjoyed the film. I own all three on 4K, and I'll definitely get this one on 4K. Add it to the collection. Absolutely, absolutely. Probably my favorite out of the four. I'll finally feel right buying the box set. You should. Uh, it's going to sound really yeah. weird, but Target came out all. with a really good box set. So check oh, really? your Target. How much is um, it? It's 30 bucks for for the first three. Um, but they're all 4Ks, and each cover is a different cover of... The first one is his original dog, then it's Halle Berry's dogs, and then it's his new dog. And it's it's actually pretty cool. Okay. I don't know. I liked that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good movie. I had a fun time. Little complaints, but I mean, what movie isn't without flaws? I don't. I have no complaints. Really? About this movie? I don't. I mean, maybe if I watched it again, I could probably you know find some little thing to complain about. But but it, it like. This one really, this one, this movie blew me away in a way that I haven't really been in a while. Look at that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Excellent, excellent action scenes. Sometimes they go on a little too long, but I mean, can't deny the craft that's sitting right in front of you. Mm. What would you guys give John Wick out of your rating systems? I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Damn. Five out of five, baby. Really? Oh yeah. I am gonna give it a seven out of ten. <laughs> I thought it was good. Jeez. I had a good time. And I will watch it again. Um on a similar vein to John Wick, we had a movie recommendation from Cody this week. I'm gonna let him introduce it. Go ahead. Oh. Oh boy. Oh guys. Um so this week I decided uh, uh, to recommend something I thought would pair nicely with with John Wick, um, specifically about uh, some of the the yakuza uh, and and samurai uh, themes and and characters. Uh, this one is called Violent Streets or or Boy Yoku Guy. Nice. Uh, it's directed. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it came out in 1974. Directed by Hideo Gosha. Um, it's 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 a lot of movie. It's a lot of movie. Um, but it's it's. Uh, really about uh, this this retired yakuza, um, and there's like these two different clans from the yakuza who are like they kind of have infighting, and he's caught in the middle of it, and he has to choose between his his club and um, all these different yakuza plans, you know, different assassins. There's a detective who's like trying to help. Um, it's a wild ass movie. There's a lot of movie here. 
Uh, it's very uh, hyper-violent. It's very uh, ultra-saturated with a lot of uh, just weird things. Uh, and I think it's a, a fun movie to talk about. What do you guys think? One of my issues with it is it's a lot of movie. It's oh, yeah, I get It's that. a lot to... There's a lot of information thrown at you at once very quickly that isn't really elaborated on too much later on in the movie. There are a lot of characters mentioned and a lot of, like, you know, different Akuza groups type mentioned. And you have to kind of know them as it goes along to kind of, you know, some fights and scenes to make sense. But it doesn't really work in the sense that everything's kind of dumped onto you at once and then you're just along for the ride for the rest of it. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of that. But I think I liked it. Like, I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I liked the fight sequences um, much. This I felt very similar to this as I did King of New York. I think they're both very similar to me and I have basically the exact same feelings about I think the violence is very shocking and off-putting like King of New York um, mm -hmm. when this movie hits it hits hard but when it doesn't it, it doesn't <laughs> I do like all the scenes in the bar any any scene in the bar I, I really like mm -hmm. also Cody there were a lot of boobies in this very naughty a lot of boobies, a lot of a lot of sexual harassment, a lot of sexual yeah. It was it was <laughs> crazy. Yeah, you would have thought you recommended this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I love the way it's shot, though. It's it's shot and yes. edited very very frantically. My biggest positive of this movie yes. is the camera work, and you can tell that Tarantino took a lot of inspiration from something like this. Especially like when you watch Kill Bill, the the very quick zoom ins and zoom outs in the middle of fight yeah, scenes, like yeah. I love that kind of stuff. There's something so unique to like 70s to 80s, like action, more like Japanese Chinese filmmaking, that is just so you do charming. You see a lot of like Chinese films, a lot of uh, a lot of Bruce Lee movies. Yeah, it's it's so satisfying uh, it's, it's, and it's so charming bad. to see something like that because you're instantly transported into that era in the type of film that you're watching. And I love when that stuff happened. I thought that was really cool. Um, I thought... Um, well, Turner, uh, what did you well, think? Because you haven't really seen Yeah, yeah, Turner, what's Yeah. I mean, it... As you said, the editing and camera work is, like, frenetic and amazing. And that's what I love about, like, Yakuza films and mm -hmm. stuff, like, like, from this era. I think this is the first I've watched one a I've couple. seen. Oh really? What what else would you consider a Yakuza film from? Um, Battles Without Honor and Humanity. Yeah, is I'm a pretty great sure this one. is the only one I've seen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I've even heard of the other one. <laughs> uh, and it's um also uh, Tokyo Drifter Two has a lot with with the like there's like some stuff in the which that's like back in the '60s a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's you know that frenetic, fast like whip and editing style, kind of like reminiscent of like the French New Wave a little bit, I think, which makes sense because all the Yakuza movies are like these kind of like low mid budget like films that are just kind of like working with what they got. 
Yeah, well, I liked that. There was a charm to that. Like, mm-hmm. all of oh, the definitely. violence, oh, like, it. you can tell exactly how they filmed it while it was happening, <laughs> which mm-hmm. can take you out of it, which it does, but it it adds the charm to it, you know? I, mm-hmm. I like seeing that kind of stuff and be like, oh, that's how they did that. That looks really cool. It's just a, um, it's a very slow burn that doesn't feel entirely mm-hmm. earned to me. Like once I, I think that's I think that's a little intentional because something I think about this is is uh, opposite to John Wick. I think this takes a lot of inspiration from American cinema and and a lot of American films. I think you could see um, the detective being played by like Humphrey Bogart or like you know yeah. some leading man from the fifties or sixties. I think yes, um, it definitely has that like dour, the like kind. I th- like, yeah I I feeling I think of it. The tonally is very similar to something like that. Um, uh, there was, do there like, was someone else too. I don't remember. I do like some of the cinematography. Like I, I know I mentioned the quick zoom is in and out and everything. I love that. Um, but like we talked about with John Wick, there's an attempt here to do something cool with colors, but it doesn't really f- reach that full potential. Sometimes it's like hell yeah, but <laughs> most of the time it's just like. <laughs> a little bland as to what you're watching I felt that especially in that fight scene with the chickens it very yeah. dark environment and quite a bland environment that I feel in a better setting that fight scene would have been quite excellent I, I do like the end you know like when when the end of that fight scene when he kills her that that part is very very well done I just you know it's it's missing that that uh What's that word? Um, Genasic. What is it? Sure. <laughs> gen, 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 How do you say it? What is it? It's something like something that, right? Like that. Jamiroquai. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, and I do. I do want to mention. I also love the music. The um the the music. I love how it's used for tension which is really, really yeah. cool, especially in the beginning. You know, like when um, he goes in, he like goes to that woman or, and well, he's like, I don't love you or whatever. And then he like smacks her in the face and then they have sex. Um, like when when she says like the I don't love you to him, that band that's playing, you know, that clapping in the beginning, like, you know, it gets higher mm. and louder and louder and louder until, you know, he smacks her and then it goes away. Like cool musical cues for rising tension and I, I love that kind of stuff that's good stuff yeah the score it actually kind of it really stood out to me I really I thought it was I'm, I'm having trouble like recalling like specifics but, yeah, but that's it, not it's a just good really thing. I know it's no it's cause it's it's just I mean it's been like two weeks since I watched this <laughs> now and I guess I do have some notes but um it 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 like it, it adds so much propulsion to the movie for me. Mhm. And like like any great there this this genre by the way is just littered with great soundtracks. Yeah. Like Tokyo Drifter, <laughs> Kill Bill, uh, Brand to Kill. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. Kill Bill. I also just want to mention we started this podcast with socks on and I don't have socks on. I don't know. I, how I sucked him right up. I'm. Get, I'm a, I, yeah, I was got about to piggies. say. I feel. Like I really don't know how that happened. <laughs> you know, I love the. I love its atmosphere. 
and that that kind of like like you were saying like the the like 40s 50s kind of american influence i like seeing that crop up in something that would then go on to influence an american like american yeah. films like kill bill and such and and john wick yeah everything's connected man <laughs> right that's the beauty of film you know you find something new all the time and you're like so that's where that technique comes from that's where this comes from I like that mm-hmm. I get that a lot with music too I, I in movies it's so satisfying to me <laughs> but um yeah 6 out of 10 <laughs> I gotta say 8 out of 10 I'll give it a 3.5 out of 5 Wow. You lowered your letterbox reading. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put one out for it yet. I <laughs> um, all right. You guys want to move on to questions? Sure thing. Mm-hmm. All righty. Yeah. Leave us questions, please. It's fun. We like talking to you guys. Give us more. Um, on the subject of questions, let me pull up one. Let's see what we got. This one comes from Frank. I don't know if we've answered this before, but let's see. Um, what is your favorite scene in any movie, if you have one? Mm. I guess we could just list off scenes that we enjoy, because I can't think of like a yeah. best scene from any, like of all time. Hmm. I guess I'll say a scene from my favorite movie. Pretty good finger. The, uh... the... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love the part where he uh he calls his dad a child molester and throws a bust through a window and jumps out of it. Prefer the sausages. That's my favorite scene. Iconic. <laughs> iconic. The sausages are iconic. Tom Green. You ever listen to the Bum Bum song or watch that video when that came out? Oh. Tom Green just rubbing his no, butt on people in the city. <laughs> In, like, Philly. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? In Philly? Uh, I think that oh YouTube video God. is, like, 15 years old. Wow. Trying to favorite, think of favorite, favorite, favorite scenes. scenes. Favorite movie scenes. Um, um, but actually, it's the it's this, it's the morning after scene and Do the Right Thing. Oh, my okay. God. It's like... Uh, hmm... I like um This is um, hard. I like uh uh Ian McGregor's detox scene in train spotting where he's the he's, baby? Yeah, where he's having mm. a heat flash oh, no. crazy. <laughs> I think it's I think it's terrible. So scary. I love it. Oh. It's it's Terrifying, such a powerful dude. scene to me. Um God. Um I'm a huge fan of the final five minutes of Eternal Sunshine with them in the hallway. Oh yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, I can list ten scenes from Lord <laughs> of the Rings easily. It's just so just most of Lord of the Rings. Um, I love I love when they uh, when they're dancing at the end of Little Miss Sunshine when they get up on stage with Olive. Yes, oh, yeah, great. that's a great scene. Yeah, great. I I also yeah. love when um, Mrs. Fox talks to Ash in Fantastic Mr. Fox and then how it's brought up again but it's Mr. Fox's version that's my favorite that, that scene where he's talking to his son 
perfect. <laughs> that 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 probably takes the cake that I have ones that I can think of. Yeah, there's a lot of great scenes in movies. I uh Birdman too also when uh he catches Emma Stone with the weed and they have that screaming match. Love that scene so much. Oh man. Um the intro to the Revenant is also excellent. Oh, uh the the blood test scene of the thing. Oh yeah, so okay, there you go. Oh, Here's some great, that's such a great a, that's crescendo a good... of action. Everything set up so yeah. perfectly. Oh, See, I'm missing those. I'm trying to think of scenes like that because that that is that's perfection. I got to think of more like that, but it's hard to uh, right now. Can I can I ask what? Uh, let's let's try to make it harder. What about like scenes between two characters? Can you guys think of anything where like it follows that like that that plot that Mr. Fox that... talking to his son, Eternal Sunshine Hallway ending. <laughs> um, do do the right thing. More... <laughs> <laughs> last scene <laughs> that is two people talking I hadn't thought about that one of my favorite movie scenes also um, it's not like anything amazing but it's always been a favorite of mine you guys ever watch Tenenbrae nah. the Dario Argento movie there's a scene oh, towards to. the end where someone gets their hand chopped off and it's the most over the top like splatter of blood that you'll ever see and she's just holding her hand like screaming and it's going all over every single wall and you can tell that she like in her performance is leaning towards all the walls to make sure it gets everywhere oh man <laughs> and it's just it's very very entertaining <laughs> to watch there's also a film um I, I always forget the name is it mr freedom oh he's, is, uh, with the is that what it's called he like france is like unpatriotic like so there's something wrong with france right and he goes to france yeah it's from the late 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, the, yeah, yeah, this one, Mr. Freedom. Um, there's a scene in that film when he shoots a lady, <laughs> and it's, like, my favorite death scene in any movie I've ever seen. <gasps> yes, the maid! Yeah, she just, like, oh my God, takes, like, ten minutes to fall down and die, and it's oh. just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he, Mr. Freedom also has this amazing uh, robe on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In that scene, I have to mention that has like this giant eagle on the back, right? Yeah, you should watch Mister. Oh, it says freedom. It's it's quite a, it's very much a product of its time. <laughs> it would not fly today, but it's it's entertaining. I liked it. You couldn't make Blazing Saddles today. <laughs> yeah, it's already a movie <laughs> called Blazing Saddles. Right. I got so excited. I thought there was a criterion <laughs> of Mr. Freedom, but it's just a little poster that criterion made. Damn, that would have been amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, it is in the Eclipse. It's in it. I have the Eclipse also, series. So, Cody, your in. joke had just made sense with me, and that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another one. We got a question from Cora. What movie do you think they should show in prison? In prison. I mean, if you don't show Paddington 2 in your prison, what are you doing? Oh, for real, for real, for real. <laughs> that that's the best one. <laughs> I just that's a good one. I I'm I'm, uh, I'm torn between wanting to like like a, a a film that would incite a riot. <laughs> Let's get Shawshank yeah. in there. You know, like, 
I'm I'm torn between them. Like, do I want just a fun prison movie? <gasps> I got it. Logan Lucky. You know, I never Whoa. watched that. I own a poster for it, and I've never watched that. I'm pretty happy with Logan Lucky. Uh, I think that's a good pick. That's like a prison <clears throat> escape make... movie, right? There is there isn't a prison escape movie. It's actually a heist movie. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> That's a goodie. Ooh, Turner's wow. address. I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> we got one more. Yeah, I actually got two more. If you want to do them. Oh, oh boy. Um, this is from Melissa. What book would you like to turn into a movie? If there already isn't one for that book. Oh. I would hmm. like to do, and okay, it already exists. Me personally, I would like to make a naked lunch movie. The one that exists is great. I, I I just feel like there's a lot of different interpretations that you can do of it. I would like to make a naked lunch movie. Mm. I have to look at my mm. books. I'm trying to spin around. I mean, that's what I'm right. trying to do right now. Oh shit. Um, I. I mean, it already exists. Actually, no, because it already exists. I, I would love to do movie adaptations of every um, every Kurt Vonnegut book Fuck that has yeah. Kilgore Trout in it. Oh my god, we get a Breakfast Just, of Champions cinematic oh, universe. Have you read that one? Yes, I love Breakfast of Champions. <sighs> that one blew... Like, I, I went straight from Slaughterhouse-Five to I did to the same exact thing. Wow. And it, what a great... <laughs> duo <laughs> have you seen the slaughterhouse five movie i haven't i'm That's scared like, to watch it because i feel like it's gonna ruin the book for me right i'm a little i i have watched though the fahrenheit 451 movie which is only related because those are like my two favorite books i gotta re i've never read fahrenheit 451 but i feel like i'll really like everything it. you guys just right? mentioned i have never mm -hmm. heard of any of it <laughs> So please enlighten oh, me. Oh, John, you gotta <laughs> you gotta get on the Kurt Vonnegut wave. He's, you do. Oh, I'm I interested. Mean, he's he's so he's so like human, but also hilarious and heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And he, the way he writes is it is honestly some of the easiest stuff to read, okay. just because of how it has such a great pace. He. He, I'll, here, I'll sell you on one aspect. I mean, I'm already he, sold, but go the, ahead. <laughs> oh, good. He he, kind of... Occasionally, he will tell you what's going to happen. Actually, a lot of the times, he will tell you what's about to happen before it happens. Because a lot of his books are non-linear. Okay. Two. They're very and, absurd. And, like, I like but but it, 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 it's like telling me that's gonna happen it makes the event almost more i find myself like being even more heartbroken when it like finally is like occurs because because he hits you with the facts and then you get the emotional crux of it you get the the actual mm -hmm. reaction and it happening in real time that's cool yeah that's how yes send me send me some of his stuff i'll i'll order it on amazon and i'll, I'll go to read uh, it, are you are you a library member? Do you have a library card? Yes. Get on Libby. True, they Get probably, on Libby, bro. Yeah, they pro they, they definitely got some Libby. Really. Um, I have three just from my shelf that I think would be interesting. Um, 
One, this is just coming to mind because I've always pictured doing it as a kid. I would like to make an abundance of Catherine's movie. <laughs> oh, I know it's yeah. very cringy, but I think it would be <laughs> very interesting. And that I think I'm just saying that because when I was a kid, I was like, this would be a great movie. But, um, well, I mean, we've done all the other ones. This is true. Of John. Like, he, the Turtles All the Way Down movie's got to come out soon. Oh, I forgot that was a production. Ish. Yeah, it's. I think it wrapped. Really, and then I, I like looking up for Alaska filming. was a show, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly, and we we even have. I guess we need Will Grayson. Will Grayson. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? Uh, maybe not. I mean, especially because most John Green ones have kind of pandered to a specific demographic. Will Grayson. Oh, Will Grayson would else? not work unless it's like a R-rated movie, which they're not going to do. <laughs> yeah. I do like true. that book. Um, there's I need to still read it. That's the one, that's one of the ones I need to read. That's so. a goodie. There's two, sm- not two, there's a small book um, called The Final Girl Support Group, and I would love is to that do that. The, um, is it the same author as um, uh, Southern Vampire's Guide to Book Slaying? Let me look. Let's see. It's Grady Hendrix. Yes, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, um, I like that book, and I think it's a really interesting premise, and I think that would be pretty cool. And lastly, you guys ever read The Master and Margarita? No, but that sounds mm. like it goes off. It's a really old Russian book. It's from the... Where is this from? Let's see. Um... <laughs> yes, to reference the archives. When was this written? Because I know it's very old. And I can't look at the thing because I'm going to skip where I am in it. (laughs) I'm not sure when, but I know it's quite old. And it's a really, really um, very interpretable, symbolic look on, like, religion in some Mm -hmm. parts. But it's kind of like this um, author's deconstruction of the Bible in their own interpretation. It's it's really really interesting. I mean, like oh. the opening scene in the book, which I think would be really cool in film, is two men just talking, and while they're talking, they get accompanied by the devil. But it doesn't look like the devil. It's just some dude, you know, like in like a fur coat with a cane and stuff. It's just um, Black Philip. Yeah, but you know, they have like this really interesting conversation about like God, and he's like, "Well, you don't believe in God, but do you believe in the devil?" And it makes it it comes up with some really interesting questions on religion and why we follow religion all this kind of stuff and you know at the end of the conversation he's like oh yeah i'm the devil (laughs) and and their worlds are shattered and it's just really cool you guys should give that book a read but um yeah i think that would be pretty cool yeah i that sounds cool to me i i want to throw one more out there and i i i have a desire to do it because i think it's impossible you turn the right but you, Ulysses by James Joyce. Oh, God. I don't know that one. I think that is impossible. <laughs> Ulysses is... I'll just fill Cody in on his cat, Infamous. Never read it. it it's infamy. It's it's like a... Isn't it? It's like a... It's at least 700 pages, and it all takes place on the same day. And it's just every little detail, and you mostly follow this guy named Leopold Bloom. And there's like 
Bloom's Day, which is celebrated on like the day that it ha- the book takes place and stuff every year, which I think is in June. I think it's like June 16th or something like that. I might be completely wrong. <laughs> but and it's it's a very infamous novel because it's really difficult to understand. Or at least a lot of people I struggle. Could. I'm I sure say. I could do it. Like Senten Tango. I own Senten Tango as the movie and the book. Do you know what the book for that movie is? Really? It's one continuous no. sentence for 800 pages. Fuck that. That's how I talk. That's how I talk. <laughs> it's, <bro>. it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it like makes no sense. But mm-hmm. the movie's like the same. <laughs> you guys want to do um, one more? But oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, but. So that's Ulysses. It's it would be impossible because there's so much like inner monologue rambling. There is like an adaptation of a few scenes from the 60s. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's I need to watch it, but also random off topic thing. I found out today that Fantasia is 83 years old. Yeah, yeah, damn. That's crazy. Cuz that movie looks fantastic. I, just, I, I, I was reminded of that today. Still looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I mean, you watch that movie and you think like, "There's no way this was made in 1940." It's so fluid and so like just just artistically. Some of the best animation painted. ever put to film. Literally, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I, that kind of blew me away today. <laughs> I, I now ever, I want to go ever rewatch seen, it. Um, Fantasia 2000. No, but I want to. It's on my watch list. It's pretty good. I hear like the beginning one the beginning like film type thing and the ending one are like the best and the two middle ones are like okay but I I would like to watch it Uh, let's do one more question and then we can wrap it up here Um, this comes from Van what is the most unsettling soundtrack you've heard in media I want it to be general media not just movies but like games television or anything that's what he Hmm. wrote so what we think Um, soundtrack question. or score? Eraserhead. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. score, yeah. soundtrack, go ahead. Right. Okay. I gotta say the Eraserhead. Unnerving, maybe not scary. Well, I, 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 how do you, you know, how do you scare thing, right. people in music? Do you have jump scares and just like throw like... No, but the, I mean, you you, right. you could do like a I paranormal think, I think activity. Like there there was like... a certain sound throughout that whole movie that is specifically triggered to... It, it's specifically made to trigger the fight or flight sense in your body. You mm. know. I don't know if there's um, one that. It's really hard to think of one. Um, you guys ever watch Antrim? Nah. I have watched Antrim. You've seen Antrim? I have. So, you know. I mean, it's not like great, but the, the best scene in that movie yeah. <laughs> is that one like 30 second clip of just you can kind of see the devil's face in that black screen, which is it's super yes. effective. And this music, like not for so much music, but just like it's a single like tone that they just play for that 30 seconds mm-hmm. is very unsettling along with that image. I mean, it the first time I saw that it really freaked me out because you think you're just looking at a black screen but you like squint and you look at it and you see that face and it's genuinely scary <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know my, my sister showed that movie to it's me it's not good 
It's really, really boring. <laughs> she was like, yeah, this watch. It is. It's so boring. For a movie where a, a child almost gets uh, boiled in a... Yeah, good shit. I like that stuff. to death, you know? Like, it is so boring. You remember the squirrel? Maybe. it's it, the, It's been the, so long the since The animated this. squirrel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a stop it looks motion awful. I remember that now. Yes. Yep. Also, of course, the fake filter, the fake grainy filter over the yeah. the cheap, washed-out digital. Mm. Oh, I'm there. This film oh, was I'm, made I'm 40 years ago. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. Like, in a way, like, just to go that balls to the wall, like, yeah, it's what, who cares? <laughs> it's really hard to think of an unsettling soundtrack. Uh, parts of the Revenant soundtrack are very unsettling in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, you know, that's the second Revenant mention. All right, you guys know I love Sakamoto. The Revenant, like, so much. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. I think it's oh, excellent. Yeah. And he died? I didn't know he died. Um, he did very recently. Damn. He finally uh, succumbed to cancer. I knew he was sick, he but I didn't know he life. died. That's terrible. Yeah. Incredible yeah. composer. For really? My goodness. It's really, really um, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the Exorcist has some pretty good creepy theme. Yeah, the Exorcist, um, and even the Friday the Thirteenth, like, like it's it's good, it's effective. Yeah, actually, you know what that that used to scare the ever living yeah, shit out of me as a kid. Too. I would like literally, like I would want to just crawl up in a ball and cry you, if I heard know, it. Oh, here's you my know. answer. You just triggered just something calling. for me. The one thing, the one sound that to this day scares the shit out of me is the emergency broadcast system sound. Can't do it. Oh, you're, you're I, so I right. Hate yes. it. I hate that thing so much. It, when that came on as a kid, I thought I was dying. And that is like I have genuine nightmares from how much that scared me as a child. That's that's something I think uh, a lot of uh, analog horror does very well is use stuff like yeah. that. To, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not just like this, it's just this pitch, this this ambient drone, but it's so effective mm-hmm. for some reason. You ever see that YouTube video where it's? Um, different tornado sirens in different like countries. Yeah, that's scary. And how they sound. Scary. Yeah, it's terrifying, and some of them are like really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn uh, that! Oh god! Like, even thinking you, of the emergency broadcast system right now is giving me like anxiety. I can't do it. <laughs> it really freaks me. Out. Uh, the Shining. I think the Shining I, score is is so. Oh, fun. excellent! Yeah, that's a great choice. Boom! 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 Great. Um, I think video um, games. Video games. The Last of Us has some quite yeah, unsettling but... tracks that are really well Ooh, produced. The... Does PT have like any, the... any background score or anything? I don't think so, right? It's just sound effects? Yeah. I don't know. Um, the... The, the Minecraft. Uh, you know what I like? Cave oh. sounds. I like uh, like the, the, the fan and the vent right? sounds in Five Nights The Minecraft cave sounds. <laughs> frightening. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I mean, that's like almost done filming oh god we're supposed to be getting a trailer like in the next it's sometime in april oh no so we should be getting it by me. the end of the month five nights it's... at freddy can't wait to talk about that one that internet's gonna go insane they released well, what, what the, the poster the i know that is the rock oh, minecraft? In, in the minecraft one oh. see the minecraft soundtrack is not unsettling to me it's it's common not the soundtrack but cave sounds. Oh, okay. 
like the, the like like the the Enderman sounds too. I would. Um, the Enderman the, sounds. The Minecraft really soundtrack me. is a little. It's a little melancholy. It would make me feel a little. There's like some. Oh, there's a yeah. little emptiness to it, which can. Be <laughs> it doesn't make me scared, but it, it like it. My ranges listening to the soundtrack are like calm to like horribly depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I yeah, Minecraft the soundtrack itself isn't scary, I don't think. But just some of the sound design in it is really yeah. effective. Um in what about uh, inscription um, too, if you guys know that game. It's a, it's a card deck building I game. I don't uh Okay. Very, mm-hmm. very scary soundtrack, which I love. What about like you know how movies have that fake out jump scare where like a record player starts playing or something? Yeah. Has there ever been mm-hmm. like a song at a specific part in a movie that has triggered that feeling out of you? Like, for example, mm-hmm. Tiptoe Through the Tulips for Insidious. A lot of people are really creeped out about that. But is there like, you know, another one, like a specific song don't, don't, that you hear in a movie? Michael Myers like, oh. theme song? Yeah, but like <laughs> vocal. I'm going vocal. Um, oh, like a pop song? Like a, like a, like a you know, a vocal piece of music it's that not super was very it's, it's unsettlingly not like used into to the you. movie but the uh five on it uh remix from from us i think was well oh, done. oh it's, it's not good uh i think you're it's a like it's good for like two seconds you're getting a little bit of haterade <laughs> over there i mean yeah but that's also the worst scene in that movie so <laughs> i think it worked for the trailers yeah. i got five <laughs> no that's a great so song though, it is a great right? song um, you know, I don't remember. No, there's definitely not. Mm. One's gonna come to me as soon as we're done wrapping up, but I just I know there's right. one. Can can I shout an album? Yeah. Two, because I've there are it, it's pretty rare for an album. No, dude, to scare there's me. creepy albums. There there oh, are yeah. creepy albums, dude. But there's this one. I, I like to shout out like clipping their existence addiction to blood and like visions of bias being but both fuck. have like scary moments uh, Turner, like you the got show some weird shit on your playlist that's a little scary at point no john i think you'll i think you'll really like clipping <laughs> i've been i've been, I've been seeing john be, like listen to <laughs> yeah like, i've been listening to i've been listening to all like, of them just to like kind of like, get a glimpse you, 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 you you like were listening to like my great songs found in like twenty. Well, yeah, because it's also I'm fifty like... hours long. <laughs> Think. Uh, yeah, that's, it for the that's about it. <laughs> yeah, we really went in depth with that one. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> it is. All right. Uh, if you guys want to leave any more questions, just you know, I I put out a thread usually on like Snapchat, and I want to start getting the Reddit's and everything going. I just. I'll say I'll do something and then everything else comes up, but I will do it eventually. Um, but we have a recommendation, I believe, it's from Turner it this week. It is. What we got? I've been. I've been jumping back. Don't, don't take my next week's recommendation because we talked about it briefly. Don't take it. Oh, we talked about. I really might be taking your recommendation. What is it? <laughs> Mr. Frito? No, it's not All it. All right, Mr. Wait. Frito. Okay. No, 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 no. What's your recommendation? Um, uh, 
Okay, well, I think I'll make it Mr. Freedom then. I haven't yeah. watched that movie in a while. All right, well, if you don't want to be spoiled for Mr. Freedom from 1969, you can watch it somewhere. <laughs> uh, I don't remember where I originally watched it, but... It's, I think it's, it's on the Criterion It is on Criterion. Channel. Yeah, you're correct. I see it right here. Hey. All right, so, yeah, you watch it on Criterion. Um, I'm sure you can find it anywhere else. So check it out by uh, next time we come out with an episode we should be able to start doing the weekly episodes again very soon. So look forward to yes. those. But otherwise, thank you for listening. Sweet. Goodbye. <laughs>